Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula. And today we have Jess Justice with us. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. No worries. Our no pleasure. Worries. I got your name right. I'm well proud of That's really, really concentrated. Yeah, it's Justice. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, so the first question, the, most, the hardest question ever, who is Jess? Oh my gosh. Make <laughs> <laughs> it easier as we go, I promise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I am a singer-songwriter here in Nashville. Um I do country music. It's kind of like kind of walks the line of like folk, country, and pop. Um gosh, what else? I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. Um, and I have a dog. And <laughs> we love dogs. We love you know, dogs. I have a cat too. I forget to mention him sometimes, but I. <laughs> That's cool. And then I, yeah, full time. I do music full time. Um, and I play in Nashville very often. I've also I've toured across uh, the U.S. Um, and then. Since COVID, when I'm not doing music, I'm also an astrologer. So that's like my other thing. Sometimes I do like readings for my fans or bookers even and do their tarot <laughs> cards. So, that's yeah. Funny. That's, funny, that's really cool. That is. I saw that in your profile. I was like, wow, that's a complete contrast from <laughs> music. To yeah, sometimes yeah. I keep them separate because sometimes it doesn't quite go with the whole country music theme. <laughs> But but for the more like Casey Musgraves type of country fans, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say though, I've read so many profiles or you know um, writing about artists, and I have to say yours was so open. You're so open with your fans. You know what I mean? You've told them everything, everything you've been through, um, and, and that's just amazing. I mean, it takes a lot of courage to say some of the things that you've been through. So. You know, oh, I mean, thank you. That's awesome. That is really, really awesome. Um, especially in the day and age that we live in and, and what people do go through, for someone like you to come out and say, look, I've been through this, I've survived it, and, you know, this is where I am now. It's just amazing. So, Yeah, my like my last single was called Break Me, the one I just, yeah, and I did a music video for it, too, which my, was my first. I made other music videos, but I ended up deleting them. This was the first one I made that I loving um yeah and it was very much about um like a toxic relationship mm-hmm. uh, you know like borderline abusive and yeah and I so I made the song was about that I wrote it a long time ago but I made and I made a video about that and but it's so prevalent like it's so common like in mm-hmm. in in life like a lot of people get into are in relationships that can turn toxic or, you know, it's really not black. Like it's really something that people experience all the time. You can have a relationship, have it go in elements of toxicity even, you know, and then maybe therapy and come out of it, even the same relationship. But it's, it is, I think it's so much more prevalent than we really think. And it's not just like other people. It's like, it's a lot of people, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like I can't not, I feel like the only material I have is like the stuff I go through. I don't know what else to talk about. So. Well, that, that's country music, though, isn't it? Country music yeah. is what people go through, what they experience, but then that's how people relate to it. They relate to it because it's either something they've been through themselves or they can relate to it in, in, in another way. So, you know. Yeah. And from the writer perspective, they're always right as you know, what you know, you know, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's truth right there. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. Must admit, we were talking about Break Me before you come on, and I have to say, I listened to it the first time, and I was like, yeah, I like this, and the second time, I really, really listened to it, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, my eyes are burning, I'm thinking, oh my 
God, this is just, you know, this is actually really sad and really emotional. I was like, okay, we need to stop there before we come on with big red eyes. Yeah, <laughs> not sound that sad the production sounds kind of like a mid-tempo country pop song yeah and then you listen to the lyrics you're like oh my god this is like domestic violence like what (laughs) right so yeah it's i wrote it too around the same time i was i wrote it a while ago um and i was in like that and it was also around the time when chris brown assaulted rihanna do you remember that yeah 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 so it was like very, and it was very in the news and it was like, oh, so that like also, I know that's like such a random pop culture reference, but he would never, but that like really colored the song too. Like it yeah. was like going through something similar, not, not, not that dramatic, not that, that violent, but, but that being in the news and even now with, I don't know if you've, um, uh, seen the whole Gabby Petito case. Have you seen that? That's been in the news. There's like this, the, yeah. And that with the domestic violence stop and the, how it like, they were going to name her dresser. Um, and then he ended up, you know, murdering her and now he's on the run, but it's like all over the news. And it just, just this toxic relationship, um, thing. I just think it's so like, it's, it's really relatable. Like, and it's, it's, it's not, like that rare you know mm-hmm. i feel it's i feel like a lot of people will go through it at least once mm-hmm. um if not more than once mm-hmm. um not saying you know it's like it feels like sort of i am an optimist and i do <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true the, i think everyone has a toxic relationship at least once in their life and and you know maybe not I, hopefully they don't but you know we all have different relationships that may be toxic it may not be as violent as some others but it, right all been through them yes and not every relate not every toxic relationship looks exactly like Mm -hmm. chris brown donna that is an extreme and it's certainly like a spectrum and and even all on the spectrum though it can absolutely erode like your self-confidence your Mm -hmm. self-worth your happy life you know like it is very like i guess that's why they call it toxic you know like it, it can really like destroy you from the inside out yeah, I think obviously with COVID and everybody being locked up, you've had, I don't know about the States, but over here you get a lot of adverts about hand signals and stuff that people can give if you are in a toxic relationship. Uh-huh. Because you don't have that freedom now to leave the house or, you know, be able to talk to people as easily. So I think they're definitely not making it, not, not, no, how do I say this? Not making a big thing of it, but obviously trying to warn people that if you if there is something going on, you can get help, even during the bad times yeah. you're going through, you know. So, yeah, I think um, maybe it's been taken more seriously than it has done previously, you know. So. Yeah. Another thing about it is that it is, it can be so insidious because, because, I think it's possible for someone to even be in a toxic relationship and not even be totally sure that they are because of the elements of like, sometimes when you're in a relationship, a toxic relationship, you become toxic too, right? Like you, and then you're both engaging in toxic behaviors and then there's gaslighting going on and you might just get so your reality can become so distorted. Yeah. Like you might not know that you're in a full on, like until you are able to take a few steps back and be like, oh my gosh, yeah. what have I become? What is life? And so I think that's another um, struggle that people like have to get out of it because it's first like the realization that you're really in it. Mm-hmm. And then there's codependency too that you can throw in that makes it even harder <laughs> to live in a relationship like that. You, it lowers your self-worth so you become even more codependent than maybe, you know? And yeah, I could just go on. I'm already about it, but it's like... <laughs> it's definitely a really tough place. But I think if anyone listens to that song, you know, they're gonna obviously learn more about you and actually feel like you know, I can move on. I can do something about this, and you know, I can be stronger from it afterwards as long as you give yourself that time and you know, give time to yourself to do it. So yeah, yeah, gotta like you gotta like break out of the the pattern yeah. that's like the hardest part it's just in and there's also you know people leaving a toxic relationship that is not always that easy especially like we're talking 
with COVID right now and with people's finances, like there's financial struggles to get out of a relationship. Oh, kitty. <laughs> Tigger's back. She hasn't been Tigger, here for a while. Yeah. Tigger, Tigger is uh, the CWC cat. Oh, so, yeah. very cool. Yeah, I think I don't know, there's another advert over here saying that uh, one of the hardest things to do is to leave abusive relationship. And it is. Because as you said, it's easy to be in that place and stay there because of everything else you need. And then, you know, I can understand that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. But yeah, so hopefully, hopefully the, the song <laughs> will be um, in the video uh, will be like, you know, yeah. So if people watching it can can know that, like, you know, they're not alone and yeah. it, it's not an uncommon thing that happens. It's yeah. almost like a I wouldn't say it's like part of life, but it's certainly something that any a certain a situation that anyone could find themselves in. Yeah. It's like good to shed light on it too, to kind of bring it because sometimes people don't want to talk about the bad things, you know, like domestic abuse and things like that. People don't want to talk about it. And that's especially right. when you have like people like Martine McBride when she did um Concrete Angel. I mean that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and there can be like a stigma around it, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And there's quite a few songs out there, like, especially by female artists, I must admit, that it shed lights on these, you know, domestic abuse or, you know, um, children and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I think you know, it, it's something we need to approach, but it's doing it in a way that's not either aggressive or, or scary for people to do, you know. So. Yes, and when I was making the video that was, I can tend to be, you know, like extreme. And, but, and so I made this video and in the video I have, I got like fake glass bottles and I have my, my friend who was playing my boyfriend in the video, like smash the bottle, like on the wall. And, and I was like, does that, does that like get the point across enough? Cause like, I'm like, do we need to go like further? But everyone was like, no, like we got it. And it's gonna be, <laughs> if you go further, it's going to be like, triggering to people like it's you communicate message without being like too we're still being tasteful and not being like oh as long as okay (laughs) you get (laughs) we'll get this fine line between you know (laughs) exactly exactly right 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 but in in the end too it is still like it is documenting it is making art about my own experience so I do feel like, you know, I can say, like, I'm allowed to say that, right? Like, because it's like your own experience. But then again, right, you do want to frame it in a way that's like um, digestible. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Ready? yeah, definitely. definitely. It's like creating that, like, we, we're, since we're in Halloween right now, time period, it's like creating a Halloween story. But like, you know how you have all the Jasons and all them and all the different ones where they all like, they run to the stupid, lo- like, locations or, or, you know, like, who would do that? Like, you know, like who runs upstairs, run out the door? Like, you know, when right. we those, it's, it's kind of like in that sense of, like you said, that fine line of, okay, well, wife, we're going to do the narrative. Let's do it the way it should be. Not, you know. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Horror films. Horror films annoy yeah. me. They always run up the stairs or into the smallest clothes, into the bathroom. Well, seriously, you can't get out of a bathroom window, can you? <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> 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 so anyway, there you go. That's a whole completely different topic. There, I'm not just going to stop topic. Sorry, but it was just kind of that frame of, of of the story of it. it no matter yeah. what, it's like you, you got to frame it in the right sense that you know it's going to be taken serious and not corny or you know just that's all I was trying to get to. That yeah, I like using examples. What can I say? So tell us, who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? When did you realize that you wanted to do music? So I started singing when I was like three years old and I listened to Reba McIntyre in the car with my mom. We would listen to like Reba McIntyre, Patsy Cline and Janis Joplin. Mm -hmm. Those, so those are like three main influences from when I was, like young growing up and then as I became a teenager I was all about like the Dixie Chicks and Jewel and Alanis Morissette I was like (laughs) Uh, and Jody Messina Martina McBride um those are probably like my heroes 
Awesome. Amazing women. Yeah. Reba McIntyre. Like my oh my god, she's awesome. <laughs> Reba's the best. <laughs> yeah, those are like our top artists here. Dolly and Reba, you know. <laughs> <With that. laughs> and it's been so much better now. Dolly and Reba together in the one song. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my my like first song I sang that my mom was like, oh, you can sing. It was Fancy by Reba McIntyre. And she, like, she would have me sing it for my dad, but then she'd be like, don't sing that at school. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a bit, you know. I totally understand because Dolly wrote songs about like killing people, dogs, kids. Like, you know, come on, who kills the yeah. dog? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any Dolly can do that and get away with it. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. That's very funny. Oh, oh. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, well, now we've done all this serious stuff, we have the. <laughs> <laughs> really, really cool section. 20 questions, 20 questions plus one. Oh my god, Nicola, wrong didn't I? Okay, so these are really, really fun questions where we get to know you as the person rather than you the musician the musician. I can't talk. Okay, so they're really, really cool. Some are quick fire, some are a bit more thought inducing, provoking. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, there's no no right or wrong answer. Whatever you say goes, it's all good. Okay, are you ready for this now? I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay, early bird or night owl? Night owl. What sitcom family would you be a member of? Or TV show or whatever one? Hmm, that's an interesting one. The first thing that comes to mind when you say sitcom family was like family matters, but I feel like that wouldn't... (laughs) Um, (laughs) like i don't know that's a really tough one um can i just can can like friend can no i want can seinfeld count even though they're not a traditional fan they're like yeah any kind of sitcom i mean we should change reword that question you know any sitcom might want to be a a part of that i'll go that's cool. <laughs> um, okay. If we had a look on your phone or your iPod, what would be your guilty pleasure music? What would you have hidden in there? Hidden. Oh, gosh. Well, I feel like I wear my guilty pleasure. Like, I don't really have any guilty pleasure because, like, my music taste is so... Like, when they do their Spotify wrap-up at the end of the year, like, I just listen to, like girl pop country and that's <laughs> Taylor Swift like I that's like like I'm trying to think of the most guilty pleasures thing you haven't it's got- just, I, 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 I only listen to like female singers that might be a guilty <laughs> I like don't there's like I don't even want to hear like men singing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go that's, that's so awesome, awesome. <laughs> and that was kid. It's fine because like women get discriminated in music, especially in country anyway. Mm-hmm. So like one person who only wants to hear women it evens it out, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so I guess like, that you will not find a single male artist. <gasps> we can put you to the test. No, you are definitely a crazy woman country. You know, yeah, yes. definitely, definitely. <laughs> so you're gonna be on our weekly special here. <laughs> what is just listening to this week (laughs) so like i've been fighting with my boyfriend so it's all i made like a breakup playlist and it's (laughs) it's carly pierce and casey musgraves just have their great horse album even though this this new album is like pretty pop but i do like it a lot and i love the carly pierce album and i've been like weirdly getting back into like taylor swift as she's been like doing her re-record because she just has such good like breakup song she does yeah she does she really really does yeah Um, okay, what's the weirdest, sweetest, or kindest thing a fan has ever done for you? Oh, that's easy. Um, I <laughs> they might be listening to this, so I <laughs> I have my 
my most avid fan. Um, he makes like his own shirts of me. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then he comes to Nashville and like wears them to all of my gigs. Like, it, and he'll have like a different shirt for every gig. Like, he'll have like five of them with like different pictures of mine, like from Facebook and like different, different color shirt, different photo. Um, he'll also like just print out stickers of me and like mail them to me, like so I can use them. <laughs> um, I think you need to give him a job doing your merch. Yeah, he was at one of my um, he was at one of my gigs, and like the drummer was like, "Oh, when did you make those shirts?" And my boyfriend was on guitar. He's like, "Oh no, he makes those himself." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's my biggest fan so that's probably it it is sweet he's a he's a sweet guy that's awesome that definitely shows you what a fan they are to to, you know t-shirts together and take all that time that is awesome Mm -hmm. i love that (laughs) um okay boots or heels boots yeah i don't think and i used to wear heels when i lived in new york um and then I re- moved to Nashville and I realized like I hadn't worn heels in like three years. And I was, and I asked other people, I was like, you wear heels. And most people are like, no. Cause also that I play for like four hours at a time. So. Oh, heels for four hours. I, I yeah. That's no a New York thing though. In New York, it seems like everyone dresses up all the time for whatever. Like that's just, it's cultural. Yeah. There. It totally is. Cause I would like go home to, uh, like I would go ho- home to my hometown, like Buffalo or whatever. And everyone would be like, "Why are you so dressed up?" And I'd be like, "This is just how I'm dressed." Because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a totally different style than than that. Na- Nashville's much more relaxed, like than yeah. New York. Yeah, jeans and boots and get you sorted. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I'm um, like even to a nice place. Like it's completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what's your favorite drink? Um, like does coffee count? Yep. Then it's coffee. A thousand percent. Like coffee, coffee, every different way. I drink (laughs) coffee morning, decaf. And then at some point I go to Starbucks and get some sort of like latte, like, you know, configuration right now. I'm all about, I've been watching like, Starbucks people ordering Starbucks drinks on TikTok, and I've really learned how to like because it's like if you just go to and you like no, it's that's not it. It's like really learning like how to specifically order your drinks. I had to like learn it, and now I'm into iced coffee, sugar free vanilla with pumpkin cold foam and a dash of cinnamon. It's really good, and it's not too. I don't like things to be too sweet. So. Okay, so, okay, so we're, I have a feeling we should do a video on this. <laughs> yeah, we need to, how, how to order the Starbucks. Here we are at Starbucks. <laughs> I, I watch it on the films, and they're like, "I want this coffee with half calf, half this." I'm thinking, "What? It's a coffee?" Yeah, it's no. a coffee. <laughs> it's so specific. It's hyper specific, yeah. and. If you order it certain ways, you can, it ends up being like cheaper too, you know, which probably could add up. Like I remember I brought my boyfriend and I got a latte and he was like, did he say six ninety five? And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> for it's drink, like, yeah, it's-, <laughs> it's not even alcoholic. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. That, that's just crazy. <laughs> um, okay. So. Now we know your amazing coffee choice. Um, what about <laughs> alcoholic choice? Uh, well, I don't really drink too much anymore, but mm. in my day, I really hit it hard. I will probably, uh, usually just like Jack Daniels, whiskey. Mm. I went through a pretty big gin and tonic phase, though. That was in New York. And that was like for a few years. Because it's kind of different. It's like a different... Yeah. <laughs> changes obviously the brand and stuff like yeah, that. Okay, yeah. I, uh, but I found though, and then I did whiskey, but I found like whiskey was not the best for like behavior wise. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like clear alcohols was more less regrets. Uh, 
So I guess I don't really have, I mean, I've run the gamut, man, but I, I don't really drink no. anymore. <laughs> it's okay. I was joking the other day. I said, we have that, like, at my age, I said, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, I have a drink and I'm like ready for bed. Like, I'm tired. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't really drink too much anymore. Yeah. I feel like if I was going to have a drink now, it would be like a light wine spritzer or something. <laughs> <Elzer>. <laughs> something. If, if I drink coke or not, I can wake up next morning with the worst hangover ever. So, you know, <laughs> it's the worst. I have to stay away from coke. Coke gives me the worst headache next morning. I'm like, oh my God, what did I drink? Yeah. And do, you don't even have the official caramel color, do you, like the US? No. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, they're health conscientious in Europe and everywhere else. It's the US that we I, have that bad food. So, yeah, we can just eat poison. Yeah. They like <laughs> Romania vegetable oil in our soda? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, like we're all learning about this now. Like, hey, what? Like, <laughs> oh, just poison you. It's fine. <laughs> and take certain margarines, add one ingredient, and heat it, and could we made plastic. We're good. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is horrendous. I must admit, I spent three months in the States, and I must have put more weight there than I've ever done in my entire life. And then it took me months to get it off when I got back here. Because it was, it was just... Fast food. Nothing, I, I think I, when I got back to Spain after three months in the States, I craved a vegetable. I was like, I need a vegetable. I, need <laughs> I really did. It was quite fun for the first you know, few days, but then it was like, oh my God, everything was just, you know, if you ever had a vegetable or something, it was terrible. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, it's a very different way of living. <laughs> yeah. very, very different way. Very different way. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Hmm. I mean, I guess Christmas, but I really do like Easter. Um, I like Halloween too. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'll just go with Christmas. I guess I'll just go with Christmas. Christmas is, (laughs) but I'll tell you my least favorite holiday. My, (laughs) my least favorite holiday is New Year's. I hate New Year's because number one, it's like, made up it's not even i guess all you could say all how but most of the holidays are based on some sort of like seasonal pagan like when i can get into astrology i like that but new year's is like made up calendar and here's the thing that gets me about it it's the countdown so much anxiety like it's an anxiety inducing what other holiday and nine Eight, like no, <laughs> and it's like have to right. Like you have to have a good New Year's or like uh, like I and and it's just and you're set up to fail because it's just like a really a drinking holiday. There's nothing really that much around besides that. And then like you're supposed to start your New Year like hungover, hmm. like with, go off to a terrible start. Like I just not like it. And so I, I just, <laughs> I'm like, I might stop celebrating it, like, as a personal, like, choice. Like, okay, anyway. I know it's fun. So, so let me ask you, do you ever, have you ever done, like, the New Year's resolutions? Or, or like, because, like, when I do a resolution, it's usually, like, my birthday or some other important day that, that to me, needs a resolution versus New Year's Day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I used to do New Year's resolutions until I came to the, like, like I'm like this isn't real this isn't the real new year like there's nothing about this date that feels new stuff like it's the dead you know like you're gonna just charge off into the you know what I mean nothing's going on in January February those are like the dead months right (laughs) not like a total lie and like like the, the real new year yeah should be either like your birthday which makes sense and or like the spring like march you know like so yeah i'm like i guess i'll start my own like crusade like anti January for like it's not real i won't know i've never understand celebrating it myself because if you do go out it costs you 10 times more than any other time of the year just because you go to the first of January, and it's just the end of another month, really. Yes, yes. Places that free to go, <laughs> for like a hundred bucks. Yes, 
this like drink and then like be like 10, 9, 8, 7. And then like, <laughs> have your like one second moment at midnight. The lead up to it is so stressful though. Like if you're like, like when I was younger and like cared about having like a good, cool time, like that was very important. Now I'm just like, I'm not doing this anymore. That's <laughs> It's like, happy it's, new year, and then you wake yeah. up and you're like, oh, it's just my flipping day. <laughs> yeah. First yeah. of January, and you got the next two depressing months because it's cold and horrible. Yes, exactly, yes. Unless <laughs> you're in Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah, unless you're in Florida, of course. <laughs> and you're still swimming in the pool because it's like 100 degrees, you know, well, not 100, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just, Sorry to go off the tangent, but that's... <laughs> I guess our whole, our whole theory on New Year, I love that. <laughs> Let me tell you what I hate. <laughs> I'm sure we're happy the optimism there. No. Right, I know. <laughs> Maybe the like, tries to keep it real. Like, <laughs> um, Okay, what's your favorite animal? I, I think dogs. I do like dolphins and I do like monkeys, but I, I love dogs. I love cats too. I keep forgetting to say that because my cat, people are like, don't you care about your cat? But I, cause I are independent. Yeah. yeah are. Like that's the thing when you have a dog and a cat, the dog's more like a baby and the cat's more like a roommate companion type. Like, but yeah, I think dogs are my favorite animal. And when I was young, I was like very obsessed with dogs and I could name like all the breeds of dogs and like, yeah. So dogs, dogs are my favorite. Yeah, the whole relationship between, apart from Donna's cat, which is just very unique and comes with cuddles. I mean, I've had yeah. cats, but they don't come, they only come to when they want feeding or something, you know, as dogs yeah. Yeah. because yeah. it wants to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, you're talking to someone, let me cuddle you now. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. great. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> Tigger's the best. Tigger's in, in quite a few of our videos. He's, he's the best. Um, okay, if you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Mm. Well, it would definitely be a woman. Uh, I feel like, like the on-trend thing to do these days would be like Dolly Parton. Like, I feel like everyone's like wanting that. Like, so I feel like yeah. Great yeah. fire. So yes. I feel like that's it. We need to be up there. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We need to be up there. Um, okay. What was your first concert you ever went to? Hanson. You know who the yeah. name? <laughs> I know. Yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you admitted that. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> After that. <laughs> I went to a lot of those and I was I went to like Hanson in 98 degrees um and then when I, if it was going to be real concert then I started going to like oh Lisa Loeb that that would be like a little, little more legitimate but I loved him but <laughs> I can see why you don't longer listen to to male singers when you listen, you know, when you had Hanson. And- <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good and bad. This <laughs> kind of veered you off. Let's yeah. get this way. <laughs> well, I admit, I like Hanson too. So you know, well, I'll go with you. <laughs> you know, we all we all knew that one song, didn't we? Whether you wanted to or not, you knew the song. No, I actually like the other songs more off their album. Believe it or not, I, I didn't know them. So <laughs> I did, I knew the one song, and that was it. Oh. Yeah, okay. I was a Spice fan too, but like I didn't have to see the Spice Girls in concert. <laughs> okay, so do you have a favorite book or author? <laughs> this one's kind of a weird one. But I'm going to go with, so, like, slightly unconventional. Not really. Um, there's, I, my favorite author would be Julia Cameron. She wrote The Artist's Way. Have you ever heard of The Artist's Way? 
Yes. So that way I do the artist way like all the time. And I also took like, uh, if she counts as an author, I mean, she wrote books. So yeah. And I also took her class like in person in New York. So I got to like meet her, but I'm a big artist way. Like I think everyone should do the artist way. Like at least once I try to do it. Like, um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like a 12 week workbook with like essays and tasks and stuff. Um, yeah. And I try to do it like every year mm-hmm. so yeah it's awesome i read a lot of like self books that's like my- <laughs> like so all that like jensen tarot and like right i think i haven't been as everyone needs to read how to you know that being a badass i mean come on yeah that's like classic is a really good one i love elizabeth gilbert's big magic too that was another great one um trying to think i'm like i guess that's it i haven't been i haven't been reading as much this like past year i've been like a social media addict but there was a time when i used to read like 30 to 40 books like uh, in a year not some of the audio books a lot, but I was like a self-help book, like junkie. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people who have issues are like, so yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I mean, I, some of them put them into the business realm, like uh, Simon Sinek, you know, start with the why, you know, like those type of books, you know, like yeah. all, yes. And um, there's another one. Just, uh, I'm trying to think of all the names of them. I'm like envisioning my like night stand. But that's what, but that's why Julia Cameron comes because that's what I've been like reading and, and like writing about. So I'm like, I'll go with Julia, Julia Cameron. I recommend. I feel like that too was like one of the first like self help like type books, and I love a good workbook. Man, do I? Like I just <laughs> do really do. There's not enough workbooks. Like if there were more, I would buy them. Like. We're not going to do that next. <laughs> <laughs> How to create a workbook. Yeah. Yeah. I we love workbooks. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's like interactive. Like, yeah. yeah. The last like fiction books I've read were, I'll, I, if I had to pick, okay, because now I'm dropped, my memory's a bit dropped, was Jillian, he's Jillian Flynn with like the Gone Girl and all those. Yeah. She read two other ones. I read all those. Um, and I really liked them. So I was big books. on all the games before that got ruined, but <laughs> I was huge games of Game of Thrones fan. Huge. A friend of mine read them and they, they were, she said they were hard going, but they were really, really good. But really? <laughs> My boyfriend would, you're like talking Game of Thrones, like in your sleep at night. Like I would be. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah, they're very good. They're long. They're really long. Oh, I also love a book. This is another sort of like esoteric thing, but there's a book called Reality Transurfing, which is sort of, and this is by is by this guy, um, Vladim Zeland. He's Russian. And um, it's sort of like law of attraction, but like more, a little more nuanced and like more, you just have to check it out. But if you're into like law of attraction or anything like that, you can yeah. like it. There's also like lots of YouTube videos on it, reality transfer. But yeah, so much of my like reading is all like, is like that. So. That's cool. So what's the best thing since sliced bread? Uh, that's tough. I mean, coffee is the first thing that comes to my mind. Big coffee. Because coffee, like a lot of comfort. It's like, it can give <laughs> Like, if I feel bad, I'll immediately drink coffee. But if I, okay, so the best thing since sliced bread for me would be, if I had to, like, list a few things, would be coffee, female artists, music artists, and whatever, visual too. Scented candles, especially candles. Um, you know, I'll leave it at that. Those are my <laughs> top three. There they are. If you could talk to anyone, alive or dead, who would it be, and what would you want to talk about? Hmm. Well, I have two two pronged. I mean, 
I feel like my classic answer would be like, I'd like to talk to Janis Joplin mm. and talk her career. And like, maybe if it was like before she died, like get her to not take drugs and die and like live till like so she could live. And that would be awesome. And I would talk like all that. I would be friends with Janis Joplin. But then my other person dead or alive would be, I would really like to know like the secrets of like the Kardashians because I feel like there's a lot like going on there, like with this like empire that they have built that is like massive. Like they have become the biggest stars, like just ubiquitous, just absolutely ubiquitous. And so I would like, I'd like to talk to Kris Jenner. Like, hello, can I speak to Kris Jenner, please? <laughs> I want to know, like, what it's like, tell me, like, you need to tell me, like, what is this? How did you do this? Yeah. They're, they're like mastermind. Like, they're, I, I want to know, because there's definitely, like, there's definitely, like, some secrets there, like, that I feel like, we, oh, God, what? Like, there's got to be. But it might be. Even if you don't watch the Kardashians, everybody knows the yeah. Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah, just I've never awesome. watched them and their names are just everywhere all the time. It's like, who are they? I had to look them up just to figure out, you know, what this was all about and then kind of moved on. But it's like, they're everywhere, literally everywhere. Yes. See, and I flash, good. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, I flash back immediately back to the OJ Simpson trial and boom, it's like, that's where I go immediately. As soon as I hear the name Kardashian, I'm like, I am so flashback 20 plus years, 25 years, whatever it was. I don't remember. Almost 30 that, years. Yeah, but there's that connection too. Like, it's like wild. Yeah. It's wild. Crazy. Yeah. So that that's, I want to talk to Kris Jenner. Like, I want to know. <laughs> I feel like she has some definite, like, secrets and tricks up her sleeve. Definitely. If you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? Well... I also do astrology, so that, astrology, tarot cards, uh, being an entrepreneur, basically. But I would also go back to school for psychology and get a PhD, which I think maybe eventually I will. Like, in my 40s, I could see myself doing that, like, down the road. Even if I'm still doing music, I feel like I could do both. This is making me feel old here. In my I, I know, I know. I was just joking. I said, it's T-minus if you must till I turn 40. Thank you. So... <laughs> I, I, I just turned, well, just turned, what I'm talking about, I turned 40 a few years ago, and I'm just doing my... That's not old. I, <laughs> I, I'm talking about it as, like, I think it's have to start a whole second life, right? Like, oh, a whole other thing. Yeah. 40 is the new, like, 28. Where <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is the new 28? Well, I like this. We're going to coin that one. <laughs> Definitely. Copyright, come here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If you were a Disney character, what Disney character would you be? Oh, I feel like I'd be Elsa. That's the that comes to mind because she's like it's a little bit difficult. Like I am, like I, and <laughs> like kind of moody, right? And is like she's like. I'm just going to go like freeze everybody out. And like, so that's who I, I will be. Oh, it, yeah. Elsa. Is that the right one? The one. Yeah. Elsa. yeah she's the main one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, do you have a favorite flavor of ice cream? I like vanilla with any sort of like, um, uh, anything that's vanilla with like cookies or cookie dough or candy bar type things anything like that. awesome What's but going to these like artisanal ice cream places that have like lavender or like weird like <laughs> yeah i'm up for anything though but is it lavender I said no, no, no. Yeah, I don't want to eat a flower. I don't. Yes, I'm just thinking, I'm confused here. I barely I like, like orange in my chocolate. Okay. I like green ice cream too, but it's not definitely not a favorite. Like if I had to eat forever, I would 
it would be vanilla with like cookies and cream or like candy bar stuff in it. That's cool. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your current favorite snack? Mm, Well, I'm always like, like (laughs) I'm all either. I feel like this is not a good way to be and I'm not promoting this, but I feel like I'm always like either on a diet or off the diet. And so when I'm, when I'm like on, I snack on smoked salmon or string cheese. I love that. I also really like hummus, but Mm -hmm. sometimes low carb. Um, And if I'm off a diet, oh man, I'll eat anything. Potato chip. Um, chips. I love chips. French fries. Um, yeah, those are my favorite snacks. <laughs> so hypothetically, if I came to you and said I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? I mean, I guess the attic. I guess my attic. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot of creative solutions, but no one really uses my attic. So I guess that's what I would. <laughs> Hide them in the receiving uh, balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of true crime. So maybe if I thought more about it, I might have like know what to do. <laughs> It still amazes me the amount of people who watch true crime and people are still being caught. Hello, you're also not watching them right. <laughs> you're still being caught. How are you still being caught by this? <laughs> laziness. Just laziness and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> what would be a good theme song for your life? Uh, um... Hmm. That's tough. Gosh. Um, it's hard to wrap the whole thing up like in one bow. Uh, or a specific moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is like Fight Song by Rachel Platten. Mm-hmm. That's, and that is like, I love Rachel Platten, but I also know like that's a little cheesy, but my music tastes like is cheesy. Like it, it's, it's, like, it's either like really depressing, folky, country, sad, or like, or like pop music. Like it's either like country, sad, like a singer songwriter or like, or like pop. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go. Although that's kind of, uh, I don't want to fight forever, though. Uh, maybe it's tough. It's tough. Um, wide open spaces. Let's do that. Ooh, beautiful. beautiful. Yes. I've several. He's like moving on. Yeah, we'll do that one. Definitely, that's a good song. So tell our audience um, a good album or artist or a couple artists they need to listen to before they die. Hmm. Well, before you die, check out. <laughs> check out. Well, I love a lot of the new um, females in country coming up, like Lainey Wilson. And um, although, you know, like these people aren't new, new, they've been like making music for like, you know, a while, but like, uh, Lainey Wilson. I love Hannah Dasher. Um, I'm like, you should check out this new person, Taylor Swift. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Taylor <laughs> looking, uh, those are like the least, like the more like not super famous people that I'm listening to right now. Um, Hang on, I'm like I'm cheating, and I'm kind of like, like, <laughs> like it's okay. You wouldn't be the first person that's done that during an interview. That's a little bit like oh, oh, research. Yeah. I also love. Um, this is enough. N- not too um, famous. Um, 
Haley Hammock, I also love. I love Ashley McBride. She's like one of my very very favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, I feel like that's it for now. That's all I think about in my mind. I hope that's enough. That was like five or six. That's awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The final question. The plus one. Do, do, do. Um, <laughs> who is your favorite CWC host? I have. To, oh, I know. Um, Tigger. Oh, damn cats! <laughs> Tigger's had more votes than anybody ever. <laughs> so this year's winner for host of the year is Tigger. Tigger. Yeah, you're both amazing. <laughs> just makes one appearance and we go, oh, Tigger, and Tigger wins. <laughs> I know if dogs could jump up, they'd probably win too. You know. Yeah. Be Tigger and dogs, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a home, so you can't see my dogs, but yeah, that, that would be the one. <laughs> um, tell us, what have you got planned for the rest of 2021? There's not much left to it. Well, I've got um, two songs coming out, Christmas songs. One, I just have a version of Oh Holy Night coming out. And then the other one is I have an original Christmas song I wrote um, called Christmas Always. It's really Christmas Always Makes Me Want to Come Back Home, but it's too long. So I call it Christmas Always. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I have like a new EP to come out for the next year and a bunch of new music. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. I look forward to it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Definitely. So yeah, make sure you let us know when they're coming out and we can help promote and put on our socials and stuff. That'd be great. So much. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. This is yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was worth the wait. It was six months. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad glad you said it was worth the wait. I think you probably think. Well, thank you for waiting. It's been our pleasure having you. Yes. Yeah, still gonna happen? Like, will they still remember me? Dead. No, we've got everything. We, we've got everything, and we've even got we've even got pictures. You sent an email the other day. Here's some promotional photos. I'm like, yes, that's me awesome. <laughs> Which is cool. awesome. That's very cool. Very thank cool. you again Hello. for for joining us, and thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. Have a great thank day. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.